Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tags, a.k.a. Justin. Yeah, Justin and Tags. I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 12 of our Path of Exile podcast is uh, about to begin. That's, I like it because it's one and two. It's consecutive order. The next, next exciting one is episode 123. Yep. We'll it's be like there. just around the corner. Yep. Before you know it. Next week. Yep. How are you? Good, good. Oh, man. Okay, so, you know those celestial... I'm good. Those celestial socks you got me from ExileCon? I do. That I hate, but I secretly love, but don't tell Justin or Tags. Uh, they're so comfy. <laughs> they are, like, you know how sometimes when you have socks that have the designs on them, they're actually really uncomfortable, but you wear them to be cool and awkward? These are so comfy. I want all my socks to be this comfy. The ones I get from Costco are not this comfy. So, when I bought those, I bought two pair. And I don't actually remember what, what I didn't have. A I think it's for pairs. I don't think it's like beer where you get two beer. Two I'm pairs. pretty sure it's pairs. I bought two pairs. I bought two. No, I'm going to go with my original. I bought two <laughs> pair of uh-huh. socks. Uh, I don't actually remember. I didn't. I don't think I had a purpose for the second pair. I think I just it was kind of a weird situation because people were just gra- grabbing stuff, assuming that it might sell. And so I was like, well, I'm going to buy some for Tyler, but I'll grab a second pair knowing full well I would never wear them. But I think I mentioned, Ethan, oh, I'll give these to, to um, your brother and, you know, he'll love them. And so sure enough, just this past week, I was uh, in the kitchen and he comes in. He's like, hey, dad, dad, check this out. Check this out. I look over and he looks at he points down at his feet and he's got the <laughs> the uh, celestial socks on. But the funny thing is he's 10 and his feet clearly don't fit them yet. <laughs> he's like, today they finally fit. I finally was able to fit. These socks. <laughs> so he wore them for the whole like day. Four the, like ankle or the like heel was up towards like his calf. That's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. Pulled that's up to funny. his knees. But yeah, yeah. He, he loved them. That's awesome. I'm glad they're comfy. Yeah, no, they're really good. And uh oh man, and I'm just so stoked. We finished another Netflix original with the kids too. Just finished Dragon Prince. We're already done Voltron. Oh, next is Shira. Oh, it's so good. Those those cartoons are so good. But anyway, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad you I've asked. Been, I don't think we've watched anything. I've watched Bluey on Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't want to know what it is. And you really don't. No. It's it's well, I'll tell you. It's no, a no, a I avoid suicidal kid shows and I I jump straight to Ninja Turtles with my kids. No, it's a blue dog. His name's Bluey. Yep. Although it's a little weird because in almost every episode I've seen they beat the shit out of their dad. <laughs> and and not like in a very nice Disney way. It's a little violent. I'm like, wow, this doesn't seem to be the best message for my kids. But it's Disney, so it can't be bad, right? Of course not. Nothing <laughs> bad happens in Disney. No, yeah. no, no bad content there. All right. So let's get into your build. Let's get into where you're at in POE right now. What's going on with <laughs> what's going on with Tyler? So last episode, just to catch people up, if you missed it, you quit PC for mm-hmm. the second time. Yep. You went back to console. Yeah. Because uh, you were doing your build stuff, and well, and you teased me with end game epilogue t- changing. Yeah, we we both all know that that was nonsense because you still didn't get to that point in console at that point, at least that you were using it as an excuse. So where let's where where's the uh, console Tyler at now? So I've I, I've come back and I'm playing PC again. I'm never going to accomplish any of my goals, but you self-admittedly are strangely still very into the league likely because it's crazy cool endgame content and metamorph is just fantastic but you are into this league a lot longer than you normally are 
And the whole reason I play PC is to play with you and the other PC people that we play with. And so because you're still into it, I kind of like, even though I'm really wanting to get Endgame completely done and completely mastered, I felt kind of bad when you're still playing PC and I'm playing console. So I'm like, oh man, I got it. I had some build ideas. There's a couple of my guides that I'm thinking of tweaking a bit, but it'd be too many respec points to actually deal with now without the free respec at the beginning of a new league. So it was perfect timing for me to try that out and then still take advantage of you still playing. So to answer your question, I just finished Act 7 with maybe, maybe not, depending on how it does an endgame, a new version of my Righteous Fire guide. So what are you changing? What would be like, not into super detail, but what, what would be like your major changes? The, we talked a bit about how I build builds last podcast. And for me, because of how much I zone out and have to look away, I'm a defense first person. Um, As a result, when this new end game content came out, of course, none of us had ever played it before. So I kept my guides quite similar to the way they were, which was very successful for 3.8 and prior. Um, A couple of them were lacking in damage this time, like not, not in a bad way. And there were definitely easy ways to increase it. Um, but they were a little bit more dependent on better and better gear as opposed to being able to be able to clear the Atlas without fantastic gear. And so the RF guide was one of those where it was basically dubbed as God mode, but some of the battles would take a long time. So I tried to find a way where I definitely had more than enough health. Um, so I kind of cut out some health and I tried to add some damage and I took away again, elemental equilibrium and it's just all fire damage. So I'm adding incinerate instead of cyclone and I'm just kind of stacking multiple fire damage spells. Going to mm. see how it goes in end game. See how it goes. And you're at seven now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets rid of a tiny bit of survivability. Of course, with incinerate, a channeling spell, you can't use something like fortify. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. How about and you? Where are you going? You're, hold on. No, you're of course what? leveling. What? with rf yeah which is one of the worst ideas if anyone's listening hold on hold on hold on i really don't want some poor poor new person listening to you thinking that this is a viable decision leveling with rf has got to be one of the worst ideas (laughs) ever i always like using the skill i'm going to use 28 that one becomes available 28 16 oh jesus i know right <laughs> i i i remember the first time i wrote my rf guide and i didn't say you can't use it right away yeah. and people are like i'm using rf and i get like my my guide sucks the build sucks <laughs> because i can't use rf and it's level 20 and i mean my fault i should be making people know on a guide but um rf to me is like a level 64 skill <laughs> it is it is yeah. um but i kind of try and design my guide so that you don't need any type of gear to run it you can just run it with the tree and the gems and i'm able to by just hitting a life flask every now and then i was able to use it starting at level 40 yeah comfortably do you think at 40 though yeah yeah i stopped using incinerate um i I didn't have the intelligence at that point to keep leveling it anyway but i just used yeah i was just using a life flask and i used it to clear the last three two acts something like that whatever wherever level 40 starts and so it's been quite comfortable i mean it is more button pressing than i like that i'm comfortable with but it's it's good mm. happy with it that's cool welcome back to pc land yeah thanks it's deathless too but well, no, i'm not deathless i've died sometimes but a lot of the bosses that i'd normally die in no problem just life flask not dying yeah does it feel does it feel good to be able to click on like a waypoint and load in instantly that's gotta feel good. <laughs> i i uh <laughs> 
I am looking forward to the next generation consoles, and I'm very excited to see what load times are like on PoE on the new consoles when they come out at Christmas. It won't be as good as a PC, but it's still, yeah. I'm glad you're back because... Because <laughs> you're going to yeah. quit next week the second I hit endgame? Yeah, actually, now that we're about to talk about me, I, I'm finished with the league, yeah. Done. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm really glad you had a good time. Um, it was really fun. I heard you were coming back and I was like, eesh. <laughs> I'm instantly tired of everything. Yeah, well, this got boring. So what are you doing? I am I'm still right into it. This was um a better week than last week just because I did have a little bit more time into the end of the week uh to start playing again. So I I love it. I still I'm still totally into it. Like the I'm playing still the juggernaut, molten strike, and um I'm okay. We, I, I think I'm at seven. I think I'm almost at seven, uh, uh, awaken level. I think I'm just, a, yeah, maybe I'm one, one, um, conquer watchstone away from being seven, uh, awaken level. And I remember saying to you, I, th- I feel like it was maybe yesterday, the day before, I am shocked that people were at like uh, awaken level eight. I don't know, a couple weeks. Maybe I don't know when the first person got into Awaken Level 8, but I do remember reading all the posts about people like, oh, I'm in Awaken Level 8 and this isn't working or oh, Awaken Level 8 so hard. And even some of my friends that have been playing have been had been farming Awaken Level 8 Cyrus. And I am in shock. Like, I just I just don't have the time. I don't know where (laughs) I don't. It's taking me so long just to get to Awaken Level 7. And not, it won't take that much longer now. I don't think to get to, you know, once you do get to awaken level four and five, it, it's relatively decent to go. And and we'll talk about a couple changes that they made in the most recent patch that I think made it a little bit better. But I don't understand how people got so quickly to awaken level eight. I'm impressed because yeah, yeah, it, it's a long process. It really is. And I, 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 that is not a complaint at all. I think that's awesome. It for me, it gives me a reason to continue into the late game and i mean god what are we yeah we're two we're not two months in are we almost jesus we're like two months in we're getting close to talking about 310 yeah so i uh, they've obviously for me at least done a good job but i'm i'm really still enjoying it i haven't found anything that's you know besides the stuff we've talked about that i just ear get ear, i hate alva to death mm-hmm. i just she's one of the dumbest leveling masters she is the dumbest leveling master out of all of them mm-hmm. and well dumbest of everything I really wish that I could see a list of which I know we're not going to get into this, so I'm just going to add it now. I want to see what rooms I need to do. Stop giving me some random. You mean which rooms you need to get to level three? It, it, but it's I don't even know if that is what it is. It just says complete these unexplored rooms in the temple. It doesn't say that they have to be level three. It doesn't say that they have to be level one, level two. I, the, she gives you one thing like, hey, here's my one recommendation. It's a suggestion. And, and all it is is a title. It's just a title and it's really hard to try and focus on that while you're trying to level up the temple. Especially because you're not choosing the direction you go. It's just R and G where where you're gonna be able to enter, right? Yeah, and and it's it's a lot of work if all of a sudden I have to click on Alva, click on her little eye to find the name of it, and then go I, I actually don't know enough about them to know is the name that she's giving me the tier that i'm looking for name or is it the top tier name and i got to figure that out that's frustrating to me so every temple i've been doing because i did tons of temples trying to do it and every single one would drop her by like one and i was like oh my god i don't know what i should be doing different and that irritates me at least with every other master i could look at them and understand i don't like junes but at least i knew what it was junes was just hard it was just it's not worded very well but once you understand what it is 
okay, I can handle Junes. It just sucks. I got to get them to three, then to two, then to one. No problem. Alvas, I just read it. And I'm like, the hell do you want, lady? Just level. So, and there used to be an expectation with this company that you would need to look things up. And that was okay with them, right? Like the dependency on the wiki or Reddit or whatever it is, they were, they were okay that you needed to look something up and the content or the explanation that you needed wasn't available in the game. Of course, they've changed that a bit. You can see their new help section that they added in 3.0 is massive. But when they added console to their platforms, you can't have that constant searching. You know what I mean? Like to take somebody away from their console, away from their TV, people like their couch playing to require you to need a phone to complete certain content to figure out which level is what it takes people away and it kind of at some point it would require kind of like a reworking of mentality for how content's laid out like you're not knowing what room Alva's talking about and how to get there so i don't mind that having to look things up <clears throat> and to me it doesn't matter whether you're playing console or pc i feel like that's not a bad thing and i do i've always liked that about gg we talked about that with regards to uniques and new things that come out the problem is this isn't this isn't game specific. This is my account specific. This is my account that has not apparently explored certain rooms and I have no way of finding out which ones I have done or which ones I have not done. So it's not like it's it's not like it's something I could even go and look on the wiki because it's specific to my characters in the game. Well, if it said like you're looking for Jim Bob's reunion hall and if you type that in the wiki, it would tell you if that's tier one, two or three of whatever room, right? Sure, but it still is only one example of the 12 that I have remaining, and there's no way for me to find out what those 12 are. That to me is silly because it doesn't even give me the ability to try and focus Alva to leveling her. I'm literally just winging it, and that is a little bit frustrating because I would rather, I would actually rather be able to just wing it and still be, you know, Capable make me of completing her. Yeah, make me do 32 or, or, or give me a certain amount of tier three ones or something. I just don't like that there's no way in the game for me to find out which ones I have and have not done to try and actually focus her because every other master you can focus every single one. Well, do you think, do you think that master missions, because master mission levels stay to your next league and your next league, right? They're account specific and they stick around with the exception of how much you progress them in a level, whatever level they're at, they stay. Do you think master missions should be capable of being maxed out within a league or should they be maxed out within quite a few leagues? I think if you played enough, they should be able to be maxed out in a league, sure. Like you think it should be like for those people that do play a couple hours a night, four times a week type of thing, you think they should be able to max out all if they were to start in 3.10 they should be able to have max level characters by the end yeah i mean especially now it was totally different before where you had to re-level your masters every league because that's what crafting was based around now it's just decoration so if somebody's putting in the time sure why not i mean all, all you're all you're doing for them is unlocking the ability to get more decorations and if you want to actually get crazy with your decorations each league you're still going to have to do tons of master missions to get the influence because you or whatever they call it because you don't have the points to buy more items, hmm. right? Like for me, because I don't do the designing myself, I go and find cool looking things. It takes nothing for me to spend, I don't know, 3 million of the, what is it called? Influence points, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, so it doesn't take me much. So I have to start to think, okay, I'm going to have to earn this back by doing them. Not only that, but I actually really, really like the master missions. Most of them. I, I, even Alva's, I actually like the temple. I just hate that I can't focus the temple to try and get her to level seven. I've been trying to get her to level seven for like 
whenever they change the masters 3.0 i've been trying to get her to oh no to, it wasn't uh, 3.0 alva was added in 3.8 yeah i think it was or 3.7 she's been for me stuck at level six for since then and so i feel like and this irritates me am i supposed to next league make a stupid spreadsheet and start like okay i'm about to do the the uh you know the temple so let me keep track of this map I, or this room i got to tier one tier two tier three and then build a spreadsheet of that would just <laughs> i shouldn't have to do that should not have to do that i don't need a pob for alva so anyway that that's just my great but otherwise this league i still it's hands above one of my favorite leagues in such a long time and i'm still i'm actually still totally having a blast with it which is cool so this week we had a couple things happen in poe so we had uh, new patch notes which was the 3.9.2 e yeah another quality of life patch not as fantastic as c but uh, this is a very good one as well it was decent i uh I don't, none of them, I mean, I love that the blood paths for Brutus are back. Hey, that's awesome though, because now you actually know where to go. For those of you who are new, Brutus in Act 1, he's the guy like when you're in Act 1 and you have to go through these dungeons and there's no enemies, but you're kind of going through. If you follow the blood path, it takes you to the boss. I know experienced players all know that, but if you're new, follow the blood and you'll never be lost. I assume it was just an accident or some some sort of mistake that it was taken out, but that was funny. To me, that was the same level of funny as changing the lines back to straight uh but it is cool that it's done the rest of the stuff was whatever i mean the the ability for atlas influence in a region that had already spawned uh the same influence in the previous cycle to now work properly i think for me it's been noticeable i can't say that obviously for everybody but for me it actually did seem like i was able to spawn the conquerors easier uh as i was moving on i did so can you explain what that is? Because even when you're reading the patch notes, let alone saying it, it, you have to read it three times to get what it means. And then you've had to experience it to know what it means. Can you explain it for a sec? So what I believe they're talking about is what's the haywork one? Let's, I'm just going to use that one as an example, that region. If I had done that and I'd killed a, a conqueror in that region. Say hunter. Sure. What they're saying is that so I but I killed Hunter in that region and then I finished the cycle and a cycle is all four right before I fight Cyrus that's a cycle and then it starts the process over again. There, what they're saying is there was an issue if I did the Haywork Hamlet or whatever it is again that I, it wasn't going to spawn the Hunter ever conquer. again. I I don't know if it's ever, but it was clearly a bit of an issue, and so this is supposed to fix that, meaning that in that zone you can spawn the conquer. Again, I found the Conquerors a little bit better spawning rate. I did read some comments in there about people complaining about stuff, but I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I feel like sometimes the people who post are the people who want to cry the most. You're talking like the posting on the patch notes? Yeah, and having just a negative, a negative you know, I mean, especially I, I, my favorite is when people go to the extreme of like, this is a terrible league. This league's broken because this doesn't work for me. And I'm going, oh my God, like you're one of a lot of people. Yeah, And if what you're saying is true was really true, and I'm specifically going with the idea of like, well, conquerors aren't spawning well for me. That's yeah. like saying uh, exalts aren't dropping properly for me or chaos aren't dropping enough for me. Like it's an RNG game. Yeah. And the conquerors are RNG. There is no guaranteed like, and after the first four, up until the first four, you, you do, it's very easy to spawn them. 
So the first 16 or whatever wash zones. But after that, it's an RNG thing. And that's fine. It shouldn't happen every single time you do a map. It might be four or five maps before you're getting it done. But I just, I don't like the attitude of like, well, it doesn't work for me. So this league's broken. And, you know, like, yeah, screw yeah. GGG. Don't ever pay them money anymore. They don't care about the players. And I'm looking at it going, did you guys just see D? Like, do you remember the last patch note? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you're, and you're trying to say that they don't care about the players? Like, get out of here. Yeah. They clearly are paying attention to what is uh, frustrating for people. Yeah. Just because it's not the one thing that's bothering you mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're not, they, they don't care about the player base. And, you know, they're, oh, they only care about money. And mm-hmm. they're just, oh, I, only they, they just do MTX, which of course they still do MTX. And some of them are yep. awesome and some of them are terrible. But well, different people work on different things. You don't have a hundred people working on one bug, right? One person's working on MTX, one person's working, like they, they spread it out. There's just a lot of, yeah, I mean, we play an 18 plus game, but. There's a lot of people that don't have an 18 plus mentality. Well, I heard somebody say, well, stop hiring artists and hire more developers. And I was like, oh, my God, because <laughs> they, <laughs> they know what they're talking about. But but they they did do something that I thought was that, that, was, that was interesting. They changed. So when you're organizing your pricing in a public stash tab to sell stuff, now the drop down menu is alphabetical. Did you actually notice it? I haven't actually gone in to check it yet, but I... Mine defaulted to chaos, so I didn't actually look. When I went to price something, it instantly was on chaos, which is fine, because that's all I list for any. Yeah, for the most part. I kind of wish it was organized just in, like, recently used. You know what I mean? If you, Especially if you only sell for certain specific things. But I, I think alphabetical is quite nice. Makes It'll make things really easy to find. Alphabetical is the best way to stop people from crying. You can't argue alphabetical. Yeah, yeah. No, for right? sure. So to me, I can understand why the alphabetical, but I didn't actually notice it because when I went to sell stuff, it uh, was just defaulted on chaos. I'm not sure why that was, but I'm totally fine with that. I feel like that's probably what most people sell the majority of their items for is for some value of chaos. That's good. So yeah. Another big one that I thought anyway, for people that conquer blight maps is um, they re made it harder, I guess. Blight monsters, I guess there was a glitch where they were aggroing to the player and they're supposed to only aggro to the policy thing. Blight monsters now only aggro to the policy thing again. So that's good. Do you think do you think that made it harder? Because I actually thought the opposite. I if they're only focusing on the 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 policy thing, it's harder because you're not stopping them in their tracks. Yeah, the only thing that I wasn't sure of though is if I'm fighting on the palsy thing and maybe they get damaged from a little bit further away instead of them following the path they may start coming straight towards me and do they stop at me or will they start hitting I I've hated blight maps. I've been trying to get them done just for the the uh, challenge, but I I just blighted maps make me so frustrated. They they split in too many ways for too many builds. And, and I think I mentioned this to you yesterday. I've said this in past leagues. Well, it was Blight just the last league, right? This yeah. is one of the big things I had an issue with in Blighted Maps. If you're not playing, this is actually, I guess this kind of ties in a little bit to the whole Alva timed temple things that we've talked about in the past. If you're not fast, and that means like I can, it's not even just like you have to be able to move fast in order to upgrade towers. So once I, once, once you get to a certain point in a Blighted Map, I can't move away from the the pump. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't move out fast enough. Not only can I, even if I could move out, <laughs> I know it's not small, but that thing is hella hard to click on when yeah. there's chaos, like to upgrade it. Yeah. It's not 
it's not very user friendly and and once it gets crazy and busy i just i can't upgrade them anymore and then it becomes the they're useless to me and so now i'm stuck at the pump yeah knowing full well there's no way even with I, I, my damage on this guy i love it it's incredible i am crushing everything a blighted map though by the time i get to like a minute and a half left no i just there's nothing i can do i can upgrade the towers around me but even that becomes really hard because I'm trying to hold down a button to use my skill, yep. but I'm also trying to click somewhere on the edges of my screen to upgrade them. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I get stuck on console. I get stuck because the button to integrate, to interact with the towers is pushing down on the left analog stick, like a button. Oh, wow. And I, I hate any game that's like that. Like, I don't know. I think some shooters, it's it's like that for zooming and stuff like that. There's a lot of different things that people have tried to get extra buttons. And I can't do that. I push accidentally push down on the left analog stick all the time. And How I can't tell you. One? Pardon me? How does well, it once pick you push which one? down on the analog stick, then, then you're kind of like stuck. You're still, you have to select and then you're out. But what if there's more than one close by? What is? How does it decide which one? I, I haven't really been able to tell yet. I I basically I interact with one and I'm done because I don't want to. I, I I get stuck in those menus accidentally all the time. I'm running around. I'm doing something and then I accidentally push down on the left analog stick and I'm like, why am I getting hit? Why why is the pulsy thing dying? And I realize I've been stuck in the menu and I haven't been able to move for the last five seconds. So I like I I I hear you. But other things came out this this uh, that the carnival microtransactions are on sale, which uh, they received a lot of criticism for not really being within the the proper genre for, you know, but I think they're really cool. I'm curious to see how many they sell. We got uh, a hilarious tweet about um, our suggestion <laughs> for, yeah. for the clown zombies. I thought that was awesome. It was a picture of I've, I've always wanted clown zombies in case you missed the episode. And uh, somebody tweeted us some really wonderfully creepy clowns. It was, it was pretty nice. It was exactly what GGG needs. Exactly. Uh, there's a new look, kind of like a new skin. Maybe they'll start theming it out a bit, but it's a Quicksilver skin. It looks really cool. It's like liquid silver, I guess. Quicksilver it looks really cool. Is it the first time they've done one called Quicksilver? I, I to my memory. Yeah, I guess I didn't look it up. but. When I read it, I was like, whoa, they're putting an MTX on a flask. How's this oh, going to work? Wouldn't that and then be you, cool? I think you mentioned something to me and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this one's for cremation, but it looks really cool. If they came out with a whole bunch or like a, a quick silver armor set, man, that'd be that'd be cool. EH also got a new MTX. Uh, I don't Just remember what it was, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, lo I watched the video. I watched the video for all the MTXs. Oh, man. And Verdant finally got a shield. The Verdant armor set oh, yeah. which has been around since like the dawn them? of time yeah i bought it like i don't know maybe 40 years ago i think and it never had a shield to complete the set are you kidding me it doesn't even have a portal but that's why i got the redeemer set don't tell my wife and but the verdant finally got a matching shield oh goodness it only took forever it's awesome but i feel like the mtx video for El uh, elemental hit <laughs> i feel like it's a lot longer than every other mtx video and i think it's because they were trying to show all the cool ways you could actually play eh elemental hit not actually promoing the mtx because i felt like it was a minute and a half and they're showing look you can use elemental hit this way and that way and this way you should use it i think i saw comments referencing just how garbage elemental hit was though oh really i, I can't remember if it was in the in the 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 post on the forums or if it was on youtube or something I, I just feel like i remember seeing something about that 
So I didn't mean to take half an hour on just patch notes and everything that happened, but it was a pretty, pretty cool week. Pretty cool week. Slow, but exciting. Yeah, it's cool stuff. We are almost caught up on the uh, Path of Exile 2 videos that uh, have been coming out. I think we're only one behind now. So the one that we watched this time was the... It, it was actually a lot more cool than it sounds, but the procedural world generation videos, basically like random level generation. There was somebody that talked about that. Did you watch it or did you see it? I, I did. So that was, I did see that one live and it was actually the one, it's the one I specifically remember wanting to see. Uh, I don't really know why. I just remember seeing in the, you know, when they talked about when you, you had this thing that showed the the different one speaking that were going to be coming up and this one. I've always loved the idea of the procedural world in any game, you yeah. know, like the the ability for everything to be different each time and and for the, the their software to sort of build these worlds for you. Uh, so I did see that one live. I really liked him live. I thought his presentation was really good. I don't have a whole lot of like specific things about it just because I, I do. I, oh, I know I'm sure you do. <laughs> and I'll probably just jump in on some of your stuff. I really liked him speaking. I really like what they do. I the one thing that make me laugh. Okay, so first off, one thing, I loved how much question and answer time he had. Yeah, it was like half an hour. It was quite a bit more, it felt like. And I remember uh, that when I was there too. Like, it was cool listening to him answer questions because, uh, you know, he can talk about so much, but the one benefit of question and answer times is he's getting questions that are more from the players, whereas he's speaking from a developer. And so it's cool to hear him speak to us from a developer standpoint, but. I think sometimes he's way smarter than that's than that talk. And I feel like sometimes he's trying to figure out how to dumb it down, you know, kind of dumb it down to our level. And I appreciate it because it does make it so that I can kind of keep up with him. But it was funny listening to him sometimes because I feel like in his head, he's going, how can I explain this to them? Uh, <laughs> and so I, I do appreciate that. But it was uh, it was funny listening to him sometimes talk because I felt like he was trying to figure out a way to. To, to put it into our level but i i think it's one of the coolest parts about path of exile it's it's such a cool way that they build the game it's incredibly hard to understand just for just i'm not into that kind of thing so understanding exactly how they build it i feel like i would get angry so much at stuff that breaks or where things don't line up or i'm excited to see some curved roads <laughs> i thought that was cool yeah the roads do look a lot nicer that's for sure yep. is it in this one Yes. Did that yes. come out? Oh, man, I didn't even pay attention to that. The curved so roads, curved roads are in 3.9. Yeah. Oh, wait, in what? In 3.9. In... Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I thought you meant this one as in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think that's fun that they're bringing in curved roads. So is that a three? Is that a 4.0 change then? He said that some stuff might be capable of being implemented into the game as it is. Um, there was a There was part of the questions at the end. Somebody asked if all that stuff would be able to be added to Path of Exile 1. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. Specifically, he talked about zombies. It's just too preset already to be able to put all of PoE2's changes into PoE1, um, like all the graphical stuff. Um, but he said there are going to be some things that they'll be able to do, but I don't remember specifically what he mentioned, that they'd be able to put in 3.10 and 11. Called them 3.x. I love random world generation too. Did you have any other points? Those are most of mine. I, I, I liked it, but I, there's not like specific things that I can think of or bring up for his. I'm sure I'll jump in on some of yours, but <laughs> well, I'll go as fast as I can. Uh, I actually thought it was 
obviously world or level random level generation is a cornerstone for poe and so i thought it was really neat that the level randomization is the same type of department that randomizes and deals with like enemies and loot and all of that like it's all part of the same pocket which i thought was really neat it seems like they should be completely separate obviously they have overseers that determine what quantities should be but i thought it was neat that it's kind of the same department and they not secretly i guess but they're not really bug reports they wouldn't show up on a on a patch note but apparently they modify their random world generator random world generator every league which I thought was really neat. Like they they update it and they modify it and they improve it all the time, which I thought was kind of neat considering how much goes on. On a side note, something I wanted to mention before I got into my points. Um, this is another one of those videos where even if the content specifically doesn't interest you, maybe take a look at the video that's on PoE's YouTube channel because it's one of those where you just see how much goes into how much detail on code goes into such small portions of the game that like i mentioned in the other uh in the, our previous podcast if you there's a lot of bugs in poe but you'll see how little there are once you kind of watch these videos it's it's amazing how much they have to do um one one thing that i thought was really neat as somebody who doesn't know anything on the back end of these types of games is the level random level generator i'm gonna have trouble with that one every single time the random level generator kind of loads everything in during the loading screen but it it's basically it's trying to load a seed that'll function right like all this random stuff's happening and if it doesn't load something that'll function properly it re it sends new seeds in and it starts trying to reload again which i thought was kind of neat so most of their seeds have like a 90 percent completion rate does that make sense while the game is loading, it's adding all these different modifiers to the level. It's restructuring everything. And most of the time it'll work. Sometimes it doesn't. And the times that it doesn't, it just starts the process over again. So sometimes that's why you'll have a longer load time than previous. But each seed generates within, what did you say? Like 20 milliseconds or something like that? Uh, on PC. Uh, I was. I think it's Xbox. I think it's Xbox. Pretty sure. <laughs> uh, I think you might add, add a couple zeros. Uh, I think you might um let's see the oh i thought this was really cool we're probably not going to care about it two weeks into poe2 but you know the campaign screens like act three act four and you're bringing up you hit you on pc and it shows you the world and where you're supposed to be going in path of exile 2 that's random the direction you go where your points are where your quests are taking you all that's random and as a result like let's say you're in I don't know what's the first air lion eye watch. I always say it wrong. Is it lion's eye lion eyes watch at the beginning? I mean, that's going to be different in POE too, but let's say you're there. When you start your game with your character, your first quest might actually take you North out of lion's eye watch. Whereas mine might actually take me South. And I thought that was really cool. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see that kind of randomization too. I think it's cool too. I think it's also a breeding ground for babies. You think about now the small things that change and people are like, I, I like it. I think it's really oh, cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be weird in co-op, but I think it's, um, yeah, it will. I think it's cool. Yeah. I say let babies be babies. It'll be a long life. Uh, let's see. Um, oh yeah. He mentioned that the, the betrayal tile sets that they use were a lot larger than their normal tile sets for random level generation. And that's because sometimes like the fortification, you know, when you're in betrayal, um, and you're fighting the people from the syndicate and 
you you know when they roll when the map rolls the fortification option yeah with the three doors right yeah sometimes it's just one sometimes it's three but that's that's a one huge tile set and when betrayal was first put into console there was a huge problem with load times and then frame rates once you were within the map and so i guess it was because those tile sets were so large but now in on console i guess it's been like this since the beginning but their fix on console because those tile sets were so huge was to you only have one instance of betrayal in a map on console but you still have three in pc and that's just because i guess the amount of uh, the how much it taxes the system to have all three going at the same time so i thought that was kind of neat i know he said too that the uh that was one of the problems where people were having it where it would spawn outside of the zone of the map which i do remember during betrayal as well where all of a sudden a fortification is sitting outside of the actual map and you just couldn't do anything to get to it yeah on a side note for you PC players, which I know it's only like two or three of you. I know everybody always plays console, but they strongly encourage people to use in chat. If there's an issue on the screen, if there's a bug that you've just recently had hit slash bug like chat and then slash bug and they'll get like a screenshot of all the code behind and they encourage you to use it. They so so use it lots. They encourage you. They want what what you're oh, like boy. looking at me funny. What? Because uh, because I know this is going to be like, can you build a shortcut? I know it's only four keys, but I feel like maybe <laughs> you can make a shortcut to it. Macro. <laughs> I think didn't wasn't there something about two you could type after slash bug? Yeah, slash bug, and then you could actually type something. Give like some detail to them. to them about what you want. Just do a heart. <laughs> That's, yes, you should. Good for you. Look at you being nice. I do it all the time. Hey, hold on. <laughs> what? No. Well, what? we'll talk about it later. Remind <laughs> me of this. Go ahead. We're going to have a heart to heart. All right. right. Uh, I love hearing employees of a game that you love talk like just like, you know, it was a Q&A thing, but they started like talking back and forth really quick instead of answering the questions. And I just love hearing them talk about stuff. And so there was one thing in the Q&A where they were talking about what the in-game code names were versus the art assets. And what I mean is like, I don't know, head, let's say headhunters described as headhunter. Like when I read the text, it's called headhunter, but in game, it might be like in the code, it might be slash crazy face belt. Right. And that's the code that shows up every time that rolls. And so anyway, so they were talking about how some of the differences between them. But let's see, I had some examples here that they were bringing up and I thought they were really funny. So blade flurry is what we read. But in the game, it's actually called Charged Attack. That was the name they originally came up with before it was released, and then they changed the name. And funny enough, Whirling Blades is called Blade Flurry in the code. Um, <laughs> they Apparently, they've redone Shield Charge so many times that in the code, the current version of Shield Charge is New, New, New Shield Charge, which I think is hilarious. And then uh, what was another one they brought up? Oh, for spectral shield throw. So there's the original projectile of you throwing your spectral shield throw. Um, but then once it hits an enemy, I think that's what it is. Once it hits an enemy or once it's reached its end, it splinters into more projectiles. Those projectiles, the second set of projectiles are called, what is it? Spectral shield throw projectile projectile. It's amazing to me that they haven't like cleaned that up. I feel like as a developer, that has got to be... I. I there are people like that would take a serious OCD offense to that and it would just drive them nuts. Oh, yeah, it doesn't bug me because I never see it, but I can't imagine having to deal with that on the coding side. Uh, but you know what? With them having a three month turnaround, it's never getting changed. No, never. Not with no. three months. Path of Exile 2. It just won't make its way into Path of Exile 2. <laughs> we'll see. 
we'll see. Yeah, it was good though. I liked I liked the the video. I thought I I, I really liked him as a speaker. Rice Reese. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I liked him. It was good. All right, so I'm actually I'm going to ask you one question, and then I'm going back to reference something. Uh, I was going to ask you again though. What's your POE tattoo? I so I've been taking this really serious. I've been thinking about it like I'm actually going to get it. So I don't know yet. I've been thinking about it so serious. I feel like I'm like once I answer it, that's I'm going to go out and get it, even though I'm not going to. Um, But I I still I still don't know. I've been thinking about it. I know everybody likes exalts, and I think it's really cool. But I don't know. Maybe I'll get an alteration. Oh man! Because I I have the worst luck rolling flasks like i'm trying to get my life flask to get rid of bleed what is that staunching flask and i'll seriously use 150 and i can't get it i give it to you you get it done in two i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but anyway i think you should get uh, a transmutation but have (laughs) the actual bulk of the transmutation like at your adam's apple so that the little arms just go up your neck I heard somebody in uh, one of those comedy car shows uh, say that once you get a tattoo on your neck, it's like you've given up in life. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was Kevin Hart. I don't know. Uh, I think some tattoos look really awesome, but I don't know. I have a question for you because I'm trying to understand two things. One, you have a note here that just says, don't be stupid. (laughs) And I'm curious if that's a reference to me specifically, if we were supposed to talk about something. What is that? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't put a oh. note with my note. And so I don't remember. I mean, it was probably you being pretty stupid. Maybe it was just, but... so it was just a note to yourself. Like remind me, <laughs> remind me to Tyler, not be don't be stupid. Nope. Now, the other thing too, is uh, there was something we were you talking. removed a note that said how nice I was. And I saw it before you removed it. Yeah, I archived it. Um, and now I'm trying to understand why, because I, just like <laughs> two I seconds ago, why I archived it or why what, I said you yeah, were being nice. Why are we not talking about how nice I am? And why is that even a talking point? <laughs> you make it, you make it sound like I'm a jerk. <laughs> well, you are the, the, the meanest, rudest, most unkind person I've ever met, except for the fact that he's the most generous and kindest person I've ever met, but don't tell him that I, uh, I had, yeah, no last episode. Cause even though we love the game, I feel like we, we like hack at some of the parts we really don't like about it. And I know, I know that's just part of the constructive criticism. I know, I know, I know, but I still feel like it's bad. So anyway, last episode, you, you were really kind. You were like congratulating GGG on their seven years since open beta. I think it was, which is awesome. You, you gave me credit for something, which is absolutely (laughs) weird. Giving me credit. I gave you credit for something. Yeah. Something. Well, that was an accident. What was it? (laughs) Uh, uh, Something about like building on the fly or something. I don't remember what your your filters are doing really well. So I will give you that credit. We got tweeted. It was my it was it's been one of my favorite ones besides the one that was like, hey, thanks for talking about consoles, even though you get made fun of. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it's awesome. But yeah, somebody tweeted us and said that your 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 PS4 filters, I guess you're at the top of all the PS4 filters. And um, I pulled you up just out of curiosity. And it's true, you are at the top. I think of Xbox too, uh, or not not Xbox Two, but Xbox as well. You're at the top. Well, of no, the... like NeverSync. But I was I was surprised when they posted that because I went to go look and I'm like, where's NeverSync? This for PS4. We'll have to ask somebody if yeah. somebody wants to let us know, or maybe we'll have a guest that plays PS4 come up. But I have a PS4. You can turn it on. 
Yeah, you're going to download it before the podcast is over? Come on, come on. No, I'm not. Anyway, so why don't you turn it on first time in 20 years? Mm-hmm. Is it maybe it's not there? Because on the Xbox One, it looks like it was added by a GGG staff. NeverSync's was a part of it originally, and then when they added the custom filters through the website, they removed NeverSync's so that he could post them automatically. But then there was issues with console i forget if it was on pc as well or if it was just console but then there was issues with people being able to actually load and keep their filters so because there was a big complaint and it wasn't working properly and understandably it's the first league that it came out they re-added the default never sync filters which there are five or six of for each right there's the pc filters and then there's the constrict filters which were supposed to be console specific mm-hmm. and then i guess now that they have filters working again they haven't gotten rid of it so okay but either way they so never sync is on the xbox filter list but i'm surprised it's not on the ps4 one anyway that was just a thing but anyway you were nice so that was weird well anyway so somebody did tweet and said just to let us know that you were at the top of the filters and i think it was actually that night before that you had mentioned it to me and so i tweeted this person back and said thanks you wouldn't shut up about it oh please yeah like i do come on That's all I heard about. Oh, Whatever. What you and your rankings for filters. It's not. I don't care about the rankings. It's just fun to have. Filters are. It's cool. I'm impressed. My I... favorite part of the entire game. I know. And you are crushing that part of the game. Right I... <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous adding my new implementations of filters. I'm. I'm. I'm going to make a note every single episode. I'm going to make a note to say something filter related. Anyway. I was so nervous adding my new filter layout to the existing filter layout. I was kind of expecting all those numbers to just like drop and everybody hated it, but it didn't happen. Anyway, I have a question for you. Go for it. Because I've been flip-flopping from console to PC, from console to PC. And so I unfortunately haven't progressed as far as I want in the Atlas. So the Conquerors, like the Hunter and the Redeemer, Mm -hmm. their difficulty. Tell everyone who isn't farming cirrus cirrus or cyrus i heard oh, it in God. one of the notes I... cyrus please don't know it's cirrus i think it's, i'm not saying serious i think it's cirrus it's it's cyrus listen listen Sirius. to one of those notes again i think it's Sirius. anyway who aren't farming the end guy guy right <laughs> guy. i don't know i don't know what he no, i'm pretty sure it's a guy I'm considers sure it's himself guy. are the conquerors scaled according to the map tier or the amount of watchstones in the atlas because at some point like very early on in as you're fighting the conquerors, like I, I think I just hit 16. They've been above 80 for a long time, right? And I think 82 or 83, 83 is the highest like monster difficult monster level that you get. So I'm assuming they get harder after 16, considering there's 32 watchstones you get. There's no way that the they're just as difficult at 16 as they are at 31. So if you, so they they scale to the map. that you're doing but then there also is now the awakened bonus which is from what i understand just increasing their xp or sorry i'm sorry their hp oh okay so their hp increases do you know if it's additive or multiplicative i just don't i I don't actually care i just want to say multiplicative multiplicative um uh, once you get it down it's a good word yeah based on your awakened level it increases a percentage of it and, it and it does actually go up by quite a bit i think i'm at six and it's up like 18 percent. that's a lot so and that is a, actually yeah it is a pretty reasonable amount when you're talking about i mean especially if it, the, the benefit is their difficulty at least is not getting more difficult once you're fighting them in like the tier 15 tier 16 maps yeah. 
but an 18% increase in health is, and that's only a six. I don't know what that yeah, percentage yeah. was that it was adding each time. I don't know if it was three, maybe it's four. I can't remember exactly, but that's basically what it's doing. It's, it's affecting their, uh, their health. Hmm. I see. Well, you mentioned awakener levels quick and I just wanted to, oh, it's such a neat thing. That extra bonus they have, the awakener bonus mm -hmm. that they have. So they have like the completion bonus. Then they have the map bonus, which is old. Like that's what they've always had, right? That's doing like a white map, killing the boss with like a magic and then killing the map with a rare, you know, alked and then killing it as it's alked and then valed. But now that they have the Awakener bonus, I just think it's adds so much more replayability to the map. Like now that you have sure. all the maps unlocked, now you're now you have motivation to do them all again. And there's a benefit. I just think it's I just love that they added that. It's it's like a quality of life thing. It's not needed at all. I just love that they added it. It was very well thought forward. Yeah, no, it is fun. It makes the end game uh, longer and more enjoyable and there's more stuff to do it's not just you get to maps and you're kind of done now there's a purpose to what you're doing with it so yeah it's cool another thing that i think we noticed i don't actually remember where we saw it but there was some comments made from people regarding metamorph so you know both of us are pretty into the conqueror side of the atlas and all that new stuff but this league specific mechanic the metamorph thing i love it i know both of us have talked about loving it and the main reason that we love it is it's it's a league where you control what happens you actually get to dictate what's going to be happening in that particular mechanic and i was reading i don't remember where we saw it but we were both talking about the fact that there was a complaint among people it might have actually been build related i can't remember but oh, i definitely get them in my guides right and i i really struggle with the argument people make that uh, they can't clear metamorph or they can't kill metamorph or metamorph is too hard for their build or they just can't clear all the bosses they, like all bosses considered including metamorph that's fine i like i just then you know i uh if you're not paying attention to the actual modifier on some of these guys i don't care how good your build is some of that stuff is going to be brutal mm -hmm. there there is stuff that with 10 endurance charges and everything running on mine if i'm not paying attention i can be dead in like two seconds yeah it just doesn't matter and that's mostly because i wasn't paying attention to what one of the modifiers was that i ended up giving this boss and that you know i feel like people just want to be able to go control click 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 and then fight the boss and kill it really easy and get lots of stuff and that's not really the point of metamorph metamorph is about you building a boss that's going to push you to a little bit of a harder limit that you're going to have to work a little bit harder. And then, you know, you'll get some stuff from it. It's not like you're getting the most amazing stuff all the time, but that is so, it's so fun to me. I love that you're custom building these bosses and that if you're not careful about it, you can get yourself killed. 100%. I, I think some people, and I mean, you could be new at Path of Exile for a really long time, but I think some people are used to, even though GGG's always wanted PoE to be difficult, some people are used to PoE being easy right? Like a well-done build melts things. And PoE2 is going to be designed to be very difficult, a lot slower paced. Maybe that'll change into the fast-paced version that it currently is over time, but their design is that's supposed to be hard. Metamorph's a perfect segue for that, about being careful, about like they've raised all monster resistances, all bosses. They completely redid all the major bosses of the Atlas, and they're supposed to take time. And I, I personally love those battles. I mean, it's a boss battle, 
You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know any other game where you're going to enjoy a boss battle that you completely melt. Like even if you've mastered, like, you know, I've referenced it a few times, you master Dark Souls. Okay, it's still going to take you some time. You're not two shotting the boss. And and still, even with Dark Souls, if you mess up, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good you are, how awesome your build is. If you miss a step or whatever, you're dead. In this case, if you build a boss that has the potential to one shot, that's on you. That's not yeah. on the game and that's not on your build at all. That is 100% on you just not paying attention to the strengths and weaknesses of your build. If you have a damage overtime build, watch out for life regen on your enemy. You know what I mean? Be prepared for it with some of the stuff that you have. I think people get used to the fact too that, and it. I guess this is another reason why I struggle to understand it. In in every version of Path of Exile, it's always been the case of you're either if you're if you're going meta or if you're going like min max, you're either min maxing your clear speed or you're min maxing your boss killing. Yeah. There isn't really a one build. I mean, okay, maybe a little bit with with minions in the way that Necromancer has been the last two leagues, but there isn't really a smash everything build mm -hmm. by doing nothing and yeah. not without epic <laughs> when, gear anyway well why would you want that and i'll be honest i've done that before i've had builds where i've spent boatloads of exalts and been way overpowered it gets boring real quick yeah like there's it just that's not really a fun way to play the game hmm. so i just i don't understand the complaint there like if it's hard then make it easier yeah it's so weird like it's one part of the game you have a hundred percent control over Yep. You can make it easy and be able to kill it, or you can make it hard and make it a challenge, but that's on you. That's not the game. That's not that that's you and your build. And I love the fact that sometimes a build just doesn't work. That was one of my favorite things. And we've talked about this before. I love it. I love that you're just effed. Like, yeah. well, you maybe you just maybe your build can't do this content. Try make again. it easier or try something else. Yeah. Yeah. Weak it or start something fresh. It's funny. I can't I like tell you part. how many times on Reddit where somebody asks, hey, I'm looking for a build that can crush bosses and clear atlases. I'm looking for something that can just do everything. And my responses to those... With one button. <laughs> my responses to those are always, well, like Path of Exile is not designed like that. Like you might find one that's decent at clear and decent at like, you know what I mean? And I'm, But hmm. unless you're trying to buy the most expensive gear that's ever existed, you have to pick. Which one do you want? Do you want to clear fast or do you want to kill the boss quickly? And... I can't tell you every time I respond like that, those get upvoted like crazy all the time. And it's, it's sure. I, I, I mean, I get new people asking for that because they're not used to the game. They don't know the design. They're used to seeing people that are epic on Twitch doing their things. And it looks like an easy, easy game. So I get it. But I, uh, I feel like then that's actually interesting that you say that you get that you say that you get upvoted a lot on those because that to me just kind of speaks to the fact that maybe it is the people who whine that tend to post more but i feel like reddit is very heavily uh read and and influenced by people who have been playing for quite a long time mm. and so yeah that kind of makes sense i could see why people would upvote it because it gets tiring listening to people cry about especially when you're just crying about the game being hard yeah. like yes it's path of exile it's not meant to be played willy-nilly and that you can just do anything you want and crush all content in the game i like that i like that it's harder that you have to actually put some thought into it yeah hands down hands down speaking of thought actually this is completely unrelated to thought but boss drops so mm -hmm. it looks like hillock has switched allegiances 
I saw your picture. (laughs) (laughs) I sent Justin a picture this week because as I started re-leveling my chieftain for RF, guess what hillock dropped for me? You'll never guess. That's right. A tabula. And so I sent Justin a picture. I wish I included a middle finger with it, but I forgot. It it was your second tabula though, this league? It it was my second or third (laughs) tabula, but, but it's exciting that it dropped and I didn't have to go into my stash to equip it. Did you get the uh, achievement for that? Because there is an achievement for Hillock dropping it or, oh, I or no dropping idea. a unique. I don't unique. pay attention to Steam achievements. Uh, oh, no, it's a, it's a, I don't know, an achievement in game. Oh, like I didn't a, notice it. A, so I've probably done it a thousand times. Maybe you already before. had it. I, I don't know if it's specific to that. I think it's just that he drops a unique. So maybe you've had him drop a unique before. Oh, but probably. there, there is a, a like path of exile challenge or achievement or whatever to have Hillock drop a unique. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy for you. I, it will be the only one you'll ever see. <laughs> but I well, am happy for you. I'm almost there. Are you excited to do co-op? Yeah. So we've talked very little about co-op. Actually, I don't think we've ever actually discussed co-op when it comes to Path of Exile. Not that I can purpose. remember. I um. So we have played together since you started, and I and as much co-op as as works for us when we play. Path of Exile is just. I, I and I'm not trying to be negative or whatever. It's such a bad co-op game. See how and mean it's really too bad. I know <laughs> that's not mean. I still love <laughs> them, but it. I, I don't think you could. I would. I would be shocked if somebody could have a counter argument to that. Like it's just. I would love to be able to play. We. I remember playing co-op all the time back in, and this was probably even before you were playing, like we, that was how you had to play. If you wanted to do wet maps when they first came out, it was impossible to do them by yourself. You had to have a group just because the drops for them was extremely rare. So to level up past a certain point became impossible unless you were in a good group. And it still sucked then. It still sucked then because at that time the loot was only, it was free for all. Whoever was fastest at the front would pick up the stuff. You, you would have hated it. Like there was no <laughs> slowing down at all. It literally was just a sprinting race to try and keep up to five other players. And so it wasn't, it wasn't fun. And the problem now is there are things on it that just don't work. And it's super frustrating. Like curses to me are a big part of a lot of builds. We've had this conversation before. Yep. You love curses. More the merrier. I, yeah, I'm, I like curses, but it really depends on the build and they're not super I don't tend to focus on them, but when I do focus on them, you can't play a game together with curses. You have to play so perfectly together to be able to play together with curses. You literally have to have either one doesn't have them. Or we're both able to have two curses applied, but we're both only... And we have one each. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... it. I wish that there was some way, and we've talked about this privately, you and I, I have no, I have no solution just because I'm not a developer. I don't understand, but I wish that there was some way for curses to be independent, that my curses affected, you know, it's, I don't think there's anything, I'm not sure if there's anything in the game that does it, but what, what I, what I think of when I think of that is that in World of Warcraft, they had this thing that came in where uh, I could be any level fighting an enemy that a very high level was fighting, but my damage was scaled and my whatever affected me affected me i wish that there was again it's not the greatest case in this in this point but i wish there was some way for me to still be able to play my curses you to play your curses and us to be benefiting independently of them and i again no idea how they would ever do that but and i don't even know if that's even possible right like how do you run temporal chains and it not affect me it just doesn't make any sense 
but it's it's really frustrating where I can't play if I play with one or two curses and you're playing with one or two curses it's really hard for us to play co-op in that sense because if mine if I'm getting leech off of those yeah I may not leech and if you if you need to kill or if there's just yeah there's so many parts of it that just don't work very well and I just I wish there was a focus on it, but it, to me, it's it is not really a primary thing. Like it is for me and you, it would be nice, but it's not a. It probably doesn't affect everybody like it does us. Yeah, and for those that don't quite know curses, or for those that are new, curses are quite unique. Like they're basically debuffs that apply to the enemy. They're not like auras if you're making it an aura. And how it kind of works is a character can only have one curse. Are they're only a playable character like ours are only able to apply one curse to an enemy, but that applies to the enemy that limitation. So if Justin's using, let's say, Warlord's Mark, where he's using it to get Leech back, but I'm wanting, let's say I'm using Frostbite because I want them to take extra frost damage, we're constantly overriding, overriding each other's curse. And there's a lot of different rules that come into which curse takes priority, whether it's on hit or whether it's an aura or who's closest or when it was cast or which one's strongest. And so it really does screw over some builds. I was thinking, though, there's only two curses that have that apply to the enemy's actions or abilities, right? The rest are how they what, what happens when they die for you, right? Like if they're going to give you a frenzy charge, for example. Um, but Temporal Chains and Enfeeble are the only two that actually really would apply to the entire party, right? Temporal Chain slows enemies, and Enfeeble makes them deal less damage and they're less accurate, right? Well, see, I would I would argue even though with Enfeeble that why can't Enfeeble just affect them damaging you? Right. So I, I, Temporal no, Chains true. to me that's is true. an all-encompassing one yeah. because I don't know how you would... It, it literally slows the enemy down. Yeah. And so I, I don't know how you would change that part, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think, and I don't know how it works in the back end, so maybe this is a completely void idea, but retagging temporal chains as a different type of curse. So you have, I mean, this isn't how you would, it doesn't sound cool to tag them as party-friendly and non-party-friendly, so whatever cool terms they come up with, but you have your party-friendly curses that apply to your individual character even though they're applied on the enemy, they only apply to the person that cast it because they're all spells. Or then there's the non-party friendly one that would override everyone else's. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a way. I don't know. I'm curious how that would affect an aura bot. You know, a, yeah. a character that's made to just debuff and buff. If all I, I don't, I don't have a solution to it because I feel yeah. like you could probably make an argument about how that would actually screw some builds over on the aura bot side. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't have an answer because it's, it is frustrating to me. So in this guy, when you, when you level up, I don't know what curses you're planning on using with your build. Flammability. Okay. So we have the benefit of using the same curse. Hey, (laughs) co-op. So we can actually play co-op because that's, that's the only curse I'm using as well. But I'm switching to Enfeeble. But I also like, I can't remember what, uh, I can't remember which league it was. There was one league where we were both like, wow, they actually did the multiplayer part of this league well. And I I don't remember which one it was, but it had to do with drops and stuff. But even in this one, if if you and I want to play together, 
and I'm working on expanding my atlas, it's just me. Yours isn't doing anything. I, You're not getting watched. That's another thing that's really sad. I remember because there's a lot of confusion. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, there was a lot of confusion at the beginning of to how the conquerors spawned, right? And like how watchstones worked, and and it was really confusing for the people that played co-op with someone else. And so let's say I was playing with you, we were progressing your atlas. I come back to mine, and it's not progressed all of a sudden. And mm-hmm. now I have to go through, and I don't have like, and but I have maps that already have s- completion done, but then I don't have my watchstones. And you have no map drops, nothing, none, because you've been doing mine. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the the map drops and playing progressing endgame is tough. Well, even just take metamorph. If all of a sudden the metamorph body parts are being given to me mm-hmm. and then we do the metamorph boss at the end of that thing. And as far as I understand, the metamorph uh, unique pieces that can drop are party leader specific. So again, I'm the only one or whoever's the party leader is the only one progressing into those metamorph fights and it just it makes it really i mean i guess a slight benefit we would have is that because we're not equal level when you get to end game it's really easy for us to just go through yours and push it up but if we hit end game at the end it sucks it it really isn't fun because no. both of us feel whoever's on the non-party leader side will feel slightly jaded because totally. it's like well now i gotta redo all of that for mine I, it's just weird. It's I wish there like was some an old Super could... NES game and player two never gets to save their character. It's only player you wanna... one. But I one have thing a... that... Go ahead, you go, you go. No, 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 that's fine. Go for it. I have an answer. Go. Make the same drop for... It's, it's, and I hate to say it, but it's a Diablo 3 solution. You make the same drop for everybody, but they're permanent loot, right? So let's say a league, I'd, let's say a map drops, right? Let's say for some reason it's ley line, ley line drops. It drops only one for you, but it also drops one for me. You can't pick up both. You can only pick up the one. You only see one. I only see one and I, but I also get to pick it up. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have much of a problem with that, especially now that maps are not rare. It's not as, you know, there's no reason not to, mm-hmm. uh, but even more so than even more so than that, I wouldn't care if it was just one map dropped. What I want is if we do a conqueror that leads to a watchstone through yours, and I'm there through the process with you. I want that. I want the watchstone too. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it just stop. I don't know. I, I again, I'm not sure how that would always work out because I feel like you would still run into a problem. But if you were truly co-op and I ran the maps with you to spawn your conqueror, I ran the maps with you to fight through to the conqueror and i ran the maps with you to kill the conqueror it just seems like it would be easier or it would make co-op more fun if we would go okay cool we've done this we now both have one watchstone Mm -hmm. now we move on to the second one versus like okay well we got you your 16 now guess what Mm -hmm. we got to start that over to get me my 16 and for you or for whoever that person was that got 16, that really sucks because you're like just at the point of now starting to move the Atlas along. You can yep. fight Cyrus, you can start it. But it's like, well, now you kind of have to help the other person build up. And that, it, I don't know, it just sucks. A and lot of going backwards. I, I will say one thing that just sort of shows, or I guess it's just me, that co-op is a little bit on the low end of their priority is the guild stash. The fact that I can't control click into that stupid box <laughs> well, is so... No, there's no reason. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't no, buy it. We let me. Con- you. You go. You go. You go. It's just, it's dumb. I don't need to go about it. 
it, there, I can't think of a reason that you should not be able to control click in there. I guess yeah. we use a guild stash between butts. Some people use guild stashes as like an actual big guild thing. And so apparently you can't even like um, rearrange tabs like we only use one tab because we don't need more than one. But apparently you can't rearrange tabs in the guild stash like you can't change the order of them. OK, I, you I still don't understand. Why can't you control click? My only thinking is that is there some way that they're d duping items or something like if you're control clicking so fast that you're I don't know duplicating. I, I it just seems it, it when I'm like, you know, we're playing sometimes and ethan wants to buy an item or or i'm giving you maps or something if i'm giving you 10 maps oh my goodness it is so annoying yeah to have to left click left click left click left that's 20 clicks mm -hmm. and and i mean people hate their clicking i mean in metamorph people they, they actually removed clicking the body parts because people hated clicking yeah. in a loot drop game i think i think I'm, I'm my i'm still hopeful we've talked about it a lot before that one day something will happen to make co-op a little more friendly and uh you know because we both enjoy it oh totally they they have been though we got to give them some credit though because they have it is on their list at some point because they've i think it was 3.0 when they came out with acts 6 to 10 they added some co-op features right they added the ability to what do they call it um level downscaling right sure. when you're playing with people so they gave you the ability to do you want to down uh, downscale or upscale if you're playing with someone and kind of lose the xp bonus or do you or keep the xp bonus or do you want to turn it off and just have somebody crush it with you but then you don't get the xp for it so they added that which is something which is good and then they it's also added something. though that that cool blue circle in party so when you have people in your party and you see their icons on the top left of your screen there's that little blue circle you can click on to travel to wherever they are. You don't need to use portals to reach them. And it takes you to right where they are as opposed to the beginning of the map. Yeah, and so I will say they did add that. But the problem is none of those are useful when the end game's not useful for multiplayer. No, no, for so sure. I, for do, I do remember us thinking like, oh, it's so cool. I can click this button and teleport right to you. But then all the parts that make us actually mapping together cause yeah. a problem. It just, yeah it's one day we're, we're i hope so because right now we're at the stage where playing together in one like if we're always in your atlas all i'm doing is earning xp maybe i'm finding some gear too but like i'm not there's we have to there's go no back and forth back and forth and that takes so long yeah, to do two fun. atlases slowly yep yeah i hear you anyway one day one day uh, someone pointed out to us on the socials that that's what they say now, right? The kids, they say the socials. I love the twiters. The what? Twiters? Quiet. Is that what they call them? <laughs> Tweeties? <laughs> Tweeties on the twiters? Someone mentioned we've oh, referenced man. Path of Building quite a lot um, just for, you know, build planning and stuff like that. And it's fantastic, um, fantastic app that you can use. But there's some features that are missing, like Impale and a few other things that we've mentioned in previous podcasts. And someone just mentioned to us, so we're going to mention it to everybody just in case. Uh, there is a version of it called POB Fork. You'll have to Google it. I uh, forgot to put the uh, the link in our notes here, but POB Fork apparently is a version of Path of Building that has some of the missing elements that Path of Building does. So just wanted to pass that out there. And while we're on the subject of hideouts, you know, when what 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 act is it when you're going through your underground? It's pretty narrow. There's a lot of those big bear things, but you're on your way to the Val Temple. So I guess that would be Act Three. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And as you get into the broken door of the Val Temple, all of a sudden, as you start walking by, these torches automatically light when you mm-hmm. walk by them. Like it's all dark, but then the second you walk by, they're bright and they're, they they light themselves with flame. Wouldn't that be awesome to have those in your hideout? Motion. It is weird that they don't have torches. any motion. I don't think there's anything really motion based. I don't know. For hideout things. I put a lot of effort in, but I don't put a lot of effort in, you know. I take what's there. I don't really do a lot of exploring. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think those are the coolest. Every time I see them, I'm like, I want that in my hideout. It would be cool if you could have torches and, and other things that were based on like proximity or as you move towards them, they, they changed. I'm going to slash bug that and then just say, I want this in my hideout. <laughs> <laughs> How come I can't get these torches? Yeah. That's that's exactly what. Oh I man, want. they're gonna regret that oh, command. No, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna slash. Is it bug. in now? What did they say that that was a command that was in now? What slash bug like that, that exists? Yeah, that's been in the game since forever. But now they oh. added it a few patches ago, or like a few leagues ago, three point six, three point seven, where you could slash bug and then add a comment after, and they would actually mm. get it. Uh, but slash bugs always been there. Not on console. We we can't really do much on console. That's fair. <laughs> I think they're. <laughs> Like, Hang on, to I need to work on my manly. <laughs> that was my manly. No, I, th- I think it's. I think it's pretty fair. Whatever. They're trying to phase out console. They're realizing, like, <laughs> damn it, that was a mistake. I, Remember how they've said before that they've realized, like, once they do something, it's really hard to go back. Trade. Yeah. I think console is one of no, those things. I they're like, it can't be. Dang it! <laughs> I've spent too much. I've I've been prioritizing my MTXs on console. They can't. They can't bail on it now. Well, good thing you're back in PC. <laughs> That's right. Permanently, I'm never going back. That's awesome. All right, well, I think this is a, a good spot for us to end episode 12. This has been Forever Exiled, episode 12, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information about today's show. You can find us online www.foreverexiled.com and on Twitter at foreverexiled82.